It is so well defined what we have to do today. We gotta go to work. We gotta do Gobble, gobble, everybody. The Thanksgiving games are over. The Bears finally won a game. And the Bills won a game. Wade and Ryan here, NFL in London. Hello. It is the uh, after. It's the hangover of, of Thanksgiving as we get into... The dredges. The dredges of the, of as we get this, getting to the start of December. Traditionally, these are the quietest nights uh, when we go in and we watch the NFL. But thanks to everyone who came out on Thursday. Sports Bar and Grill Clapham and Old Street. Let's go through... The games, we're going to talk about all the games, any of the big news in the NFL. Uh, Bears, jeez, uh, Ryan and I watched this game together. Yeah, it was. It was just ugly. It was just, and, and it was it was just such a weird game because it was, and all the people that were just like, uh, all the people that were just like, you know, you know, Dan Campbell, these guys, you know, they play for him. They fight yeah. for Dan Campbell. And then you watch Dan Campbell coach and you're like, I don't think he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He made so many boneheaded moves. It just didn't make any sense. They just, you know, they lost Swift, I think, yeah, early. Yeah, Swift, he could be up and, for a few weeks. And even though Dalton looked quite good, 2,300 yep. yards, but it just felt like for 2,300 yards and only put up 16 and barely win, Yeah, it just, it didn't feel like much of like a statement game, especially, you know, Montgomery couldn't really get it going. Um, it was just a weird game, and I felt like Detroit, even though like they're always in games, but they just find a way to lose. And if I'm a Detroit fan, do you really want Dan Campbell if you get the number one pick or you get a quarterback. Mm -hmm. Do you really want this guy being the guy grooming the quarterback to be this next star? Because I don't think he'd, I don't think he'd be able to do it. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. I mean, and it's sad because as we know, these two teams are, are sucky. Uh, it's sort of like watching two shelter dogs fight. You know, you're like, oh. This but at is... least, yeah. But at least one of them has a future. I like, has a yeah. future quarterback. You know, you got Justin yeah. Fields. There's something there. Like with the, the Lions, you got Jared Goff who hasn't won. A no. game without mm -hmm. uh, Mc, they said twenty fifteen yeah, or something ridiculous yeah. like that. Like it's just his career is just falling apart. Mm -hmm. It just and if I'm if I'm a Detroit fan, you know, and this is not even the great year of the draft of a quarterback. I yeah, think this year's not even supposed to have that. Well, there's you know, a few. Joe I think there's Burrow. a few of them, but you know what really sort of stuck was the penalties in this one. So, there's so many penalties. It was just that was every the story. Time. Of, that was the story of all like, the yeah. first two games, especially the next one. We'll talk about that. But yeah, I think you know Bears got the win. We got a win. It was it was ugly because it came at the very last minute, and it looked like the Detroit Lions were going to get a win. Um, and they were they're staring down the barrel of oh, oh, and another O oh for season to do it twice. Yeah, oh, it just reminds grim. it just you know when my grandma used to lose her teeth all the time. It just as a Bears fan, <laughs> that's it. You're where are my teeth? Where are my teeth? Where, oh, where is God, the offense? Where are the teeth? Where are they? So the only they benefit you can say is Mooney looks really good. Mooney was looking coming, good. Like he's. Seems to be no matter what, he's showing up every single week, mm -hmm. so that's positive. Especially since you're probably going to lose Allen Robinson. Nice to know that you got an up and coming running back. You got Montgomery. Yeah. Fields get together. You got some pieces there. Unfortunately, yeah. you don't have a first round pick. The defense was not. You know, the defense was a shell of itself. It couldn't put any pressure on him. There was no pressure on on Stafford, and obviously, them able to score quickly. So there's a lot of problems with the Bears. Uh, and Matt Nagy's safe for one week. Matt Nagy is safe. He's hanging on by a thread. Uh, speaking of threads, uh, threaded the Dallas Cowboys threaded injuries to galore, but the Las Vegas Raiders were able to put it up. Derek Carr and company getting the victory in overtime. Them boys losing in a really tough game for them. They they really did not look good in this game. This is such a weird game. This game was strange too because there were so many penalties. There were sixteen, mm -hmm. I think, on each team. Yeah, it was just painful to watch. It was like one after the next, and anyone who was watching it must have just been losing their mind. Like four pass interference calls on one yeah. player on the one cornerback, which is just unacceptable yeah. to do that in, in a game. 
And, and Dak with no weapons still threw for like 375 yards. Yeah. Um, the question is now is you have the debate about Zeke and Pollard because Pollard looks so explosive. He does, yeah. Every time he touches the ball, he looks like he can just go. He took it the distance on the yeah. kicker turn. And Zeke just looks slow. He looks yeah, injured. He does. So if you're Dallas and you're sitting there, you got this Paul like there we could see Zeke being run out of town after this. Pollard keeps playing like this. Yeah. And I think they just need to rest Zeke. I think you got you got Pollard. Yeah. Just sit him for a couple of weeks. Let his knee get these teams that just let their players play maimed and injured, yeah. you're not helping the team. I think they did say that they are going to let him sit a couple weeks just because of that well, and because you do have the uniqueness of Pollard. We there. will see. First of all, they have Mike McCarthy, who is yeah. my just the worst coach to watch play football. Like, he doesn't do that challenge right off the beginning of the game, which it clearly it was a, yeah. such a nice play by the Dallas guy. Could have made a real nice momentum. Didn't even challenge it. Yeah, I know. Like, Everyone in the stadium was like, just no one would have meant, no one would have said, oh, that was a bad challenge. Yeah. Mike, because I think, you know why? Because he gets so much shit about burning timeouts early. Sure. And being terrible with challenges and everything that he's almost so afraid to do that. And, and everyone would, but it was, it looked like a fumble to me. It did. And it was such a nice play at the end where the guy dove to bring it back. Oh, yeah, that was great. Beautiful. But I think you gotta give Derek Carr a lot of credit. Derek Carr, he keeps, you know, he keeps uh, angry and on and, you know, keeps them in the game. And despite everything the Raiders have gone through with rugs and everything and, and with Carr, uh, you know, good on the Raiders a in a it's very a competitive division for them. The last game of the evening, uh, Ryan tried to stay up for all that I couldn't. I tried. Uh, Buffalo Bills 31-6. to New Orleans Saints did not have really any chance in this one. Trevor Seaman was Simeon, sorry. Seaman. 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 So he was not able to, to put things together. Um Buffalo Bills, 31-6. Pretty yeah, easy it was, I think, it wasn't really surprising. I think that team is so decimated. You felt kind of felt bad for them. Like, they have absolutely no weapons on the mm-hmm. outside, no running game. They're right, they were getting absolutely killed by the Bills, who did lose Tredavious White. They did. For the ACL for the year, which is a devastating loss to the Bills. He's so important to that team. So that's going to be one that's going to really hang on them, especially yeah. if teams start passing on them, because the Bills are not deep at corner. Mm-hmm. So... Um, but Josh Allen, you know, done a couple bad plays in the first half, but the second half was just absolutely on fire. Four touchdowns. Dawson Knox, another two. He's looking like a star tight end, which is something I never thought I'd say. But if you're a Saints fan, this is just to me, it's like, this is Sean Payton saying, I think I can win with Trevor Simeon. And I don't know why he thought no, that. No, I like, don't. Everyone was probably screaming, like, Philip Rivers is like, hey, yeah, hey I'm guys, coming. I'll play. I would have rather Philip Rivers, at least to give you some hope. Yeah. But I think like, they just neglected receiver. I don't know what. Their offseason, but I guess their only offseason plan is just keep giving money to Taysom Hill for some reason. Yeah, give Taysom Hill. Yeah, it's like, well, all we do every time you see a contract, they just Taysom Hill getting more money and he doesn't even play. Yeah, he, so, he runs one play and, and give him the money. It was ugly, but what do you Ugly, and that was Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving games. Well, we've got Sunday Funday coming up, everyone. All the Sunday games. Uh, and the first two games. Half are they, are the filling. We, half the I filling. think we could talk about the first two games with such excitement. What's it? Atlanta Falcons, Jacksonville Jaguars, oh, and really yeah. a team. You know, uh, when you look at it, the four and six Atlanta Falcons, two and eight Jacksonville Jaguars. Atlanta favored by two in this one. Um, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it just shows you how far Atlanta's fallen with like one of the worst teams of the league. With Matt Ryan, you're only a two point favorite. Yeah. Um, again, oh God, how do you even pick this game, right? Because you could go. Like, both teams are decimated with injuries. Yeah. Both teams can't really play defense. Jacksonville's a bit bad. I'm going to go with Jacksonville All right. to win this. You're just, not, not going to no, bet on your juice? Exactly. You're not going to bet on that anymore. Um, I just think the fact they're at home, um, again, they're not the better team, but I think Atlanta, what we saw that last game was just, they just look shot. They have yeah. no 
they have no conviction. And Cordell Patterson should be back, which is going to help them. But if you're depending on Cordell Patterson to be the, the, the part that keeps the engine going, then you're in more trouble than you thought. Yeah. He is having a good year, but no one's going to be giving him like a three-year, four-year deal off of this. Because he's done this in a few teams. Yeah, Maybe yeah. not to the extent of Falcons, but I think that's more of the Falcons having absolutely nothing. Yeah, you're just using a utility tool because, because you don't have anything else. Yeah, so I'm going to go with the Jags to win uh, 23-20. 23-20. Yeah, I think it's going to be a big running game because both these teams cannot stop the run. Um, you know, what it really comes down to it, though, is well, I think James Robinson is going to have a hell of a game in this one. Um, when you start looking at some of the other things that are going on in it, you know, New England, or Atlanta taking that bad beating to New England a couple weeks ago. You know, the Thursday, they have had some time. You know, Kyle Pitt should be back and ready to go. I like Atlanta to win only by three points. So I've got it 24 um, 21. But I wouldn't, yeah. It's not <laughs> a very. Watch it. It's not a very exciting game. One watch. game I would also not watch New York Jets and the Houston Texans in the battle of who is 2 and 8 and who is going to be 3 and 9. Or yeah, well yeah, yeah. who's the big? Who's the, the draft? Is the draft bowl? Like, it is a draft bowl. Second, third pick. The Texans are favored by two and a half, probably based on the legs of Tyrod Taylor with a forty-four and a half over under in this one. Uh, Houston Texans got rid of pretty much all their running game, uh, and Michael Carter is also out for the Jets. Joe Flacco is also out for the Jets. It looks like because they've they've had him, but Zach Wilson is back, and they said, you know what, screw you, Joe Flacco. God, imagine. Joe Flacco is probably furious. He's probably so delusional being like, I can't believe they benched me. I just won that huge game or played played a great... I didn't win. We played a great game in his mind. Um, But again, yeah, this is awful. I'm going to go with Tyrod. I think he's the better quarterback. Mm -hmm. I think... Coming off, uh, you know, Elijah Moore's been really good, but now he's getting Zach Wilson. So we're going to see if it was more Elijah Moore, if it was more. Yeah. His game, breakout games have been without Zach Wilson. Yeah. He hasn't really been able to do so much. So he, that's an interesting start. Losing Michael Carter really hurts. Uh, he's been really good. So Tevin Coleman just isn't the same. He's no. not the same quick weapon. Um, and I just think Houston, even though the fact they're at home and Zach Wilson coming off the game, I just think the Jets are awful. And Tyrod's played the Jets a lot in his career, so he, he knows them. So I'm going to go with... Uh, Houston to win 24-17. I am also on Houston, especially after that big win. Uh, emotional win, beatdown of the Tennessee Titans. You know, you beat the number right. one team, you beat the number one team in the AFC. It's going to get you going. And as you talk about Tyrod Taylor, I mean, they, it is almost like a major league uh, where the, the Cleveland, where they just keep trading away every piece, you know, every right. Rex Burkhead is your number yeah, one well, running back. They covered of Lindsay. They covered of Lindsay. They covered of Ingram. And so you go, what are you doing? Rex Burkhead was the third string on New England eight years ago. Yeah. Um, so I still have money, though. I've got it 18 to 13. Um, again, more like a southern wedding. Uh, let's go to uh, the, oh, this game. Exciting and new. Uh, someone's at the door. It's, it's, it's the future. It's the future of the New England Patriots as they face off the Tennessee Titans. In, in a crazy game because the Patriots are favored by seven in a 43 and a half point over under. It looks like A.J. Brown is going to be out for this yeah, one as well. Right. It Which, just gets it just gets easier and easier for the Patriots. Yeah. Everyone lays down their weapons right before the fight. Exactly, Bill. Uh, here we go. We oh, concede. Hell, we will, uh, my liege, uh, we will fight for you instead of our army. Um, yeah, again, I think the fact that Tennessee now, we're going to see a free fall. We're going to start seeing just a team that's just overwhelmed with injuries that just mm-hmm. can't, you know, and in fact, you don't have Julio Jones. You don't have A.J. Brown. You, they lost the Jets with this lineup. Yeah. So am I going to pick them to beat the Patriots? Hell no. Who's coming off uh, just dominating performance? I think I'd like to see Mac Jones go 
deep a bit more, throw it around the yard. But I think the Tennessee Titans have been playing better defense, but I just think too many weapons. Too, so I'm going to say uh, 27 to 20. 27, 27 point with a push. No, no, not even that. I'm sorry, I got to change right. that. 14. There's no way they're getting 20 point. on the Patriots without uh, those weapons. Well, interesting thing. When you look at the game last week, Tennessee versus Houston, Tennessee had 420 yards. Tennessee, or Houston, had 190. They had five turnovers. That's where they lost was yeah. the five turnovers. And if you start looking like that, you put 420 yards up. I think that they're going to be. This is going to be a lot closer game. Yeah, this is a bit different defense you're going up against than the Texans. It's a it's a bit different de- de- defense, but it's also Mac Jones is also going to have a bit more of a defense and also a bit of a deep ball threat. Well, I actually like the the Tennessee Titans to cover this one. I think that it's actually going to be closer than people think. I still think New England's going to win. I got a twenty four twenty, but I think it's going to be closer than people think. The battle of the AFC or NFC East uh, goes through New York, and and J- Jalen Hurts and company are ready to roll all over them. Three and a half point favorites in this battle as the Giants and Jan- Daniel Jones taking a beating last week. Although they got rid of Garrett, maybe that's going to free up the locker room and have everyone in higher spirits. But do the Giants have a chance against these Eagles, who are now getting their running game together, the best running game they've had in forty years, probably? Yeah, I just yeah. Uh, they're they're looking. Listen, I'm gonna keep rolling with the Eagles. I think they're on a team that's feeling themselves right now, and the Giants are just a team in free fall. Everyone's kind of seeing the writing on the wall. The end of Daniel Jones. Could it be the end of Joe Judge? It's almost certainly gonna be the end of Gettleman, uh, because it's just gonna have. They're gonna have to blow it up, and I think they're seeing the writing on the wall. So I'm gonna go with Philly. I think Jalen Hurts is playing really well, and yeah. I don't see why anyone should be able to stop this running game. So I'm gonna go with the hot team. Who's looking now at seeing Dallas after that loss, feeling like, wait, we mm-hmm. can get back in this division race if we can roll a couple wins together. But the problem is they've been the least, the most inconsistent team in the league. So I am going to pick them to cover, but I think it's only going to be by like a last second field goal. I go uh, 27-24 Eagles. 27-24. Yeah, again, you talk about that inconsistency, and that's to me what really sort of happens here. And I think that what's going to really happen here is you lose Garrett. The team probably feels good. The, Gi- the Giants at home are probably feeling, you know what, we got we got rid of the toxic... Freddy Kitchen shines when someone's it fired is. in front of them. What's firing up in the kitchen? It's Freddy. So I actually I actually like the, the Giants to cover here only because I think the Eagles will be a bit exhausted. I think the running game is going to struggle because the Giants are actually not bad against the run. They can slow down the run just like they slowed down a bit of Fournette last week. So I, I actually have Philadelphia win 27-25. I, I think, Ooh, the, awesome. I think the, the Giants will cover in this one. We take ourselves to the big battle of the AFC North. An emotional victory as Big Ben came back 27 points in trying to come back against the Chargers last week. Cincinnati Bengals were able to stomp all over their rivals as well. Bengals favored by three and a half points in this one. Repeat of week three. Um, do the Steelers have the momentum to be able to come back in this one, Ryan? Or is this all Bengals? No, I think it's Steelers. I think the fact that they put up 37 last week showed that this team can still move the ball cons- considering everyone just thought they were completely dead throwing it. So I think uh, against the Chargers secondary, that's actually really good. And this is a Bengals team that, again, just too inconsistent. These battles, always going to have tough battles. I think since he won the first game, yeah. they played each other. So I feel Pittsburgh's going to want a little revenge for that. They do play him better. Big Ben's a bit more confident. Um, I just I just need to see Burrow. And Burrow hasn't been good the last mm-hmm. couple of games. He's been really average. So I'm going to go with the hotter, the hotter team. But yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers with a... Uh, 30-26 to 26 win. See, the, the one thing that's good for Pittsburgh this week, they've, they've got five defenders out, including TJ Watt. Three of them, including Watt, could be back this week. 
bad news for the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals getting some people back, but the thing is, both these teams are good stopping the run. So, but the other time is I think both the running backs will have good games. I think Mixon and Harris are going to have the, the biggest games here. But I really like Cincinnati at home to get emotional, put this out of reach. 27-18. I think Cincinnati wins this one easily. Uh, great game. This is the one. I believe this is the Sky game. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady coming in angry. Facing Jonathan Taylor and the Indianapolis Colts. He put up five touchdowns. Is there anyone who could stop the Colts? Of course there is. They're only six and five. Of course you can stop the Colts. Is can you stop Jonathan Taylor? Can you stop Jonathan Taylor? <clears throat> Tampa Bay Buccaneers has a good run defense. Are they going to be able to stop it? What do you think? Well, this is funny because this is... I don't think there's a team Tom Brady hates more than the Indianapolis Colts because they did the whole deflate gate. It all yeah. started there. So I think he every time he goes in there, he just wants to lay a beat down on mm -hmm. this team. Um... But the Colts can make it tough. I think Jonathan Taylor is good. I think Carson Wentz is going to be able to keep this close. Uh, the fact that, what is it, three I, shows yeah. that. There's a lot of respect. Colts are playing good football. I think they're coming off that Bills win. I think they're going to beat Tampa Bay. I'm going to wow. go with the upset. This wow. is going to be my upset. Little Tampa Bay uh, Bucks. You know, they had that comeback game. There's, I think when they get Antonio Brown back, they'll be in full power. Yeah. But until then, on the road... They still make a lot of mistakes, and I think the Colts can run the ball and wear you down, and Carson Wentz can do enough, because they do not have a good secondary, Tampa. They can be passed on. So, I go with the Colts to win a little shocker, 33-30. Uh, to 30. I do not have a shocker. I have the Buccaneers in this one, only because uh, Wentz still makes dumb mistakes, and if you take away his running game, he makes dumb mistakes, and that's what they'll do. I think they'll take away that game, I think... If the Tampa Bay Bucks are able to pull up a lead on him, you got to pull the running game away. you got to rely on Wentz. That's where mistakes happen. i got the Bucks to win this one 30-23, easily covering that one as well. The last of our 6 o'clock games, uh, Superman is back after getting kicked uh, by the Washington team last week. Carolina facing the Miami Dolphins. Carolina two-point favorites in this one and a 42-point over-under. Miami's defense is just atrocious. Um is this the get-right well, game for the Carolina Panthers? Is this the game that they can get the, the run going and, and get Christian McCaffrey back? Uh, or is the Miami Dolphins going to uh, well, work them? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, listen, the Dolphins beat the Jets last week. They, they've won two of the last three. They're playing a bit better, but I think Carolina really needs this. I think the fact that Cam is going to be... Play, has played the Dolphins, played for the Patriots last year, so probably yeah. understands this Brian Flores defense a little bit. I think McCaffrey's just going to be able to just do what he wants against them. So I'm going to go with the Panthers to pull this. In a kind of, not a high-scoring game, I'm going to say 24-20. Uh, they win. I I have it 24-13. I, I think Carolina's just too much in this. Their defense was is was a good defense, which showed up last week. Uh, just by the way the Washington was able, and Heineke was able to move the ball. 24-13 uh, for me in this one. Carolina moves along easily. We move into our three 9 o'clock games. Uh, these ones will be very exciting. Only three to choose from, so red zone will be great. This one will be a very exciting game, a battle of the AFC. As the LA Chargers and Denver Broncos take the West in action. Chargers are favored by 2.5. Broncos at home. Uh, Broncos are getting a few guys back from injury. Uh, they got their running game sort of going back. Eckler has been playing exceptionally for the Chargers. This could be a good running game. Uh, is this? A well, it just shows that uh, even like Vegas is a bit doesn't trust the Chargers because again, yeah. this is that offense that actually like Herbert last week looked great throwing it all around, but their defense is looking mm -hmm. bad. Again, the fact that they're in Denver, it's going to be tough. It's probably going to be cold. Yeah, uh, down there. So 
Um, I'm going to go with the Broncos on a little upset on this one. I just think the fact that there's something still off at the Chargers. Austin Eckler's looked awesome. He's the number two running back in mm-hmm. fantasy, which just, no, I don't think anyone saw that coming into the year. So he's been really good. But I'm going to go weirdly with a little upset. I don't know why. I just feel like this is going to be uh, not their day. I'm going to say it's going to be 28-25 for the Broncos. I also have a Denver upset there, Ryan. I, I think just being at home, yeah. you know, this is going to be a big factor for them. Also, you know, I think the weather, but just the running game. I think what Denver really needs to do to establish this is run, 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 put it through them. The Chargers are not good against the run. <clears throat> Keep doing that. And also, Denver's not good against the run, so it could be a big running game. Uh, but I have this one 24 to 23, Denver coming out on top. <clears throat> big game. Two teams that sort of flip and flop up and down their element, but. They're both 5-5 five and five in this one in the NFC. Minnesota coming off a big win last week against Green Bay. San Francisco coming off a win as well over Jacksonville. Maybe not as emotional. But does Minnesota, after this win, um, you know, obviously there was some drama with Everson Griffin. Again, once again for Minnesota, taking away from that. Uh, does that going to affect it, or does San Francisco were three-point favorites that deserved this one? Well, I am going to go with San Fran. Just the fact that they're home. I think Minnesota struggles a bit on the road. Uh, they're not as good. San Francisco hasn't been great at home either, to be honest with you. But I think they're getting on a bit of a roll. They're getting healthier. Nick Bosa has been making like hell for a lot of quarterbacks. So I think he's not going to uh, – Cousins isn't going to have the time that he had last week to be able to throw it. And I think they're going to do what they can to take Jefferson out, let Thielen beat them. Uh, I just think San Francisco's on a bit of a roll. You know, they're able to do a few things. Debo Samuel's been absolutely tearing up the league. They're even using him at running back now. Like, they're just doing yeah, all sorts utility. of things with him. So, I'm going to go with the Niners just because they're the hot, hotter team. Minnesota's still always bouncing back and forth. We, do, I think they're going to have their usual off game. I'm going to go Niners 28-24. Um, to 24. I do like Minnesota in this game. I Only based on the running game. I, I think that if they... Dalvin Cook could be the real sort of difference here is that I think San Francisco is going to struggle because they haven't really faced a, a running back like him. Con- conversely, you know, I think, San, as you say, Debo Samuel, Minnesota could struggle as well. I think it's a back-and-forth game. I just like Minnesota with – they've got too many scoring opportunities there. They've got so much talent on there. I've got Minnesota upsetting this one 28-26. to 26. Move on to our big game. The big game. This will be on Sky. Oh, yeah. uh, it's Turf Toe. Mr. Oh, my toe COVID toe. COVID toe. Weiner, Weiner. Uh, Aaron Rodgers in the Packers host the LA Rams. LA Rams are favored by one and a half points in this one. Uh, it was one, and now it's jumped up to one and a half. Um, David Bakhtiari uh, will not be back. Elgin Jenkins is also out for the year. So the offensive line for Green Bay not looking as good uh, in terms of this one. What do you think? Does Green Bay have a chance? Oh, it's a tough home? one, right? Because Rams had, I think they were off last week. Mm-hmm. Were they? So they have a little bit of time to practice. I think something's weird with Stafford. He doesn't look the same. His back. As, yeah, it's probably it's always been his back. So that's a kind of a worry, worrisome thing. Again, Rogers says the toe injury. So, but again, he was played on last week four touchdowns. Look great. Uh, their defense worries me a bit, but I think, is this the week we see a big Odell game? So I'm going I'm to go with the Rams to win this. Um, I think Green Bay just has a bit of injuries on defense. They're giving up a lot of points, and I think the Rams really, have, especially the last couple games, have not looked good, and they really need a bounce-back game more than Green Bay, who can still afford another loss in the division. So I go with the Rams to win this uh, 34-28. to 28. I, too, am on the LA Rams for this one. Uh, just too many injuries to Green Bay. 
and, and it's just Aaron Rodgers in this defense. You know, the Rams now know this is the game that they need to start the engine to get them going towards the postseason. And beat a beating of the, of the Packers solidifies this. So I'm really big on the Rams here. The weather is obviously going to be a factor, but Stafford's played in the cold. Some of these guys have before as well in the cold. But uh, I've got it 28 to 24 uh, for the Rams to win. Uh, the AFC North is playing each other all weekend, and Monday night, that's also the case, uh, the late game, sorry, on Sunday, 1.20 a.m. Sunday night. Uh, Cleveland Browns at Baltimore Ravens. Who's going to stay up late? Not no me. One. No mm-hmm. one's staying up late. Baltimore Ravens are hosting three-and-a-half-point favorite. Baker Mayfield, uh, what's up with him? He's injured, but you're going to have some of the running game back for Cleveland. Is that going to be too much for Lamar Jackson? No, I'm going to go. I think Lamar, well, unless Lamar gets like scurvy yeah. or something, some nautical disease or something because his immune system is fucked. Um, I think Lamar is going to come back with a big game. I think pissed off that he missed last week. I think Cleveland just, even when they had a win last week, just barely could put mm-hmm. up any points. Like They have no weapons anymore. They could, you just basically have to use Chubb and Hunt. Um, pretty much have no choice because they can't really throw it around the, the yard. So I'm going to go with Baltimore. I just think they're the better team. They're at home, and they're going to be able to just hit Baker and just make take it out of, take it out of the hands of Chubb and put it in Baker's hand. They'll be able to beat him. So I'm going to go with the Ravens to win 27-20. I pretty much the same score, twenty six to twenty, and the same thing. Uh, you know, Lamar after last week, uh, you know, with the Bears and and all of that, and having his his protege step in. Now he's going to be healthy. Now it's time for him to step back. And if Jarvis Landry's out as well, if he's injured, that doesn't help. Who, who are the Browns going to throw to? They're going to have to rely on their running game. Twenty six to twenty, I have it. In our final game, Russ is going to be cooking, but is it, what he's cooking is it rancid? As the Washington Football Team hosts the Seattle Seahawks. Washington four and six. Seattle is three and seven. So Washington does have the better record here. Originally, this game was a pick'em. Now it's a one-point favorite for Washington, uh, with a forty-six and a half point over/under. Uh, Tyler Henneke loves the blitzes and he thrives in them. Seattle doesn't blitz, so well, it's crazy to think that Heineke is like a one-point favorite <laughs> over Russ. Yeah, like what the hell is going on? Especially when you still have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. It really doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. This defense is not great. Uh, I just don't know what's going on. See, I think they're going to win this because I just I'm not, I don't believe in Heineke. I think they don't have the pass rush. Russ is going to be able to have a bounce back game. So I'm going to go with Seattle to win, but it's, it's still going to be ugly. I don't feel it's like I'm going to say 23-20. Not like a, I don't feel him getting a lot of points still. It's uh, just the way that Heineke's playing to me. It's it's that kid who was sleeping on somebody's couch and this he's living the dream. He beat Tom Brady. They beat Carolina. I just see him still living the dream, and, and and I still I see them beating this one. The running game, the only thing Seattle can do is slow down the run. Gibson, who's often injured, I think he might not have a great game, but McKissick might actually you know pick up on that. Um, I think McLaurin will also have a good game as well. 24-21, Washington wins this one. If you want to play against us in our DraftKings contest, join our NFL in London League, and of course, join us every Sunday. Sports Bar and Grill, Old Street, open at 12.30 a.m. Sports Bar and Grill, Clapham, open at 11 p.m. Thanks a lot, folks, for joining us. Enjoy your week 12, and uh, this is the end of November, so enjoy that too.